everyone. Welcome back to Well Then, a podcast where we talk about all things wellness and putting your health first. I'm your host, Megan Scherer. Today's episode is all about taking a holistic approach to women's health. This is a topic that I'm really excited to chat with you guys about because as a woman myself and um, somebody who has experienced numerous health challenges throughout my life so far, I can I can speak firsthand to the difference that taking a more traditional Western medicine approach had on my health to taking a more holistic view. And when my doctors and um, providers and people who were treating my conditions started to look at me as a whole person and not just a, a, a specific symptom, um, I really started to see longer lasting change in my health and in the issues that I've, I've, I've dealt with so far. And there are so many different layers and levels to women's health. Um, the female body is an a intricately complex work of art. I, I think that's the only way to put it. Um, the human body in general is such a beautiful thing and it's so wonderful how our bodies are designed to do everything to carry out all these processes without us actually having to do anything. Their intelligence um, functions, whether we're aware of it or not, which I think is so cool. And women, even more so, our bodies are designed to do so many beautiful things throughout our lifetime. And I think that it's really important that we take a really special approach to how we care for our bodies because of that. Um, and women's health is something that has been getting a lot of press and attention as of late, but not necessarily for good reason. Um, due to the current state of our healthcare system, many women struggle to get the healthcare and the services that they need at an affordable cost, if at all. And what's worse is that policy and red tape often make it so that the women who are getting treated aren't being offered the most effective care because they're not being looked at in a holistic way as a whole person. Physicians um, in our society in, in America generally tend to specialize and are unlikely to be experts in the many fields that women need care in, which that's often a good thing for doctors to specialize and become really good at their particular trade. But it's not a good thing when a woman isn't being seen by the particular kind of specialist she might need. Um, because again, women need care in many fields, including physical health, sexual and reproductive health, mental health, hormonal health, and so much more. Um, and even worse is that oftentimes many women can feel a certain stigma or shame when discussing these various areas of their health, um, which can prevent them from having quality and crucial conversations with their providers. And unfortunately, I've heard so many stories time and time again of women who do come forward to their provider or physician with symptoms that are are frustrating and in some cases even debilitating and the doctor just kind of writes them off and tells them that they're fine their lab results are fine and so it must be in their head so this also kind of falls into the the category of another issue that is really prevalent these days is the fact that women also fall prey to the experience of being misdiagnosed or, like I said, written off entirely because their lab results appear normal, despite all their symptoms. 
And this happens frequently with illnesses that don't fall into a conventional medicine diagnostic system. Things like adrenal fatigue or underactive thyroid, Lyme disease, and other autoimmune, autoimmune conditions. Um, these are all things that a lot of women are dealing with these days and unfortunately are not getting the care that they need. That being said, there are many wonderful doctors, physicians, providers out there who, who are giving women access to the care and tools that they need for healing. Um, and physicians can play a pivotal role in a woman's health when they do ask the right questions and empower her to get to the root cause of her issues rather than just putting a Band-Aid on a symptom. But more importantly, what I want to talk about on this episode today is that I think women need to learn how to advocate for themselves to ensure that they are getting quality care in times of need and advocate for themselves anytime their doctor makes a recommendation that they feel might not be best for them. Um, you know, this can come up a lot of times when we're talking about um, the right contraceptive to be on or, or not. Um, Every woman's body is so unique, and that decision will be different for every single woman out there. So I really want to empower all of you listening, and even men who are listening, to empower the women in your lives to have a really holistic relationship with your body and take more of this bird's eye view and, and look at all of you as a whole. Um, and one of the best ways for a woman to become her own best advocate is to really get to know her own body as intimately as she can. This is something I highly, highly, highly recommend. It has been game-changing for me in my life and my health, um, as well as many of my clients and other women that I know. So one of the things I, I want to start off by talking about when it comes to women's health is taking, again, more of a macro view and looking at the fact that Life here on planet Earth is naturally cyclical. Um, you know, we've got moon cycles, we've got seasons, and we've got, you know, our 24-hour cycle in a day. And nothing mirrors this cyclical nature more than the female body. Women's bodies are designed in such a way that reflect this innate intelligence of nature's seasons and the planetary cycles. And it's not at all a coincidence that many women's menstrual cycles are synced up with the phases of the moon. Learning to get in tune with these patterns and seasons of life can really be life altering when it comes to how you feel as a woman every day. Um, it's also important to consider that there are many health concerns and changes that a woman might face in her lifetime. Um, of course, like as humans, we're all growing and evolving and changing all the time, and we all experience different seasons, but a lot of these are more pronounced for women than for men. So, you know, starting with adolescence, there can be changes and concerns relating to, um, you know, your body changing, weight, gain, weight changes, um, acne, and whether or not to use contraception, getting your first menstrual cycle, and all the things that go along with that. Then looking into like the reproductive age, there can be concerns like PCOS, polycystic ovarian system, endometriosis, um, or ovulation dysfunction, issues with libido, um, as well as issues related to pregnancy and fertility, uh, miscarriage, labor, postpartum, breastfeeding, all of the things that go into um, those reproductive years and, you know, whether or not to choose to reproduce and, and 
all of the many complicated layers and changes that a woman's body goes through when making those choices. And then looking at midlife, a woman might be concerned about menopause and other issues like hot flashes and osteoporosis as you're getting older um, and all of the all of the impacts that hormonal changes can have on your quality of life and these are just kind of a small snapshot of the more commonly talked about issues that women face but what I want to address is that women are also highly susceptible to stress related illnesses much more so than men Chronic fatigue, digestive disorders, autoimmune diseases, heart disease, skin conditions, and infertility are all examples of stress-induced illnesses that women are highly prone to, um, especially in our more modern society today where women are balancing a lot. We're balancing um, school, you know, full-time careers, maybe multiple careers and side hustles, raising families, keeping our relationships healthy and strong. There's so much that falls on women's plates these days and um, not learning to properly mitigate and manage that stress oftentimes can lead to inflammation and stress-related illnesses. And these are just some of the examples that of the many changes a woman experiences throughout her lifetime. Um, understanding your body as a woman and being in tune with how it feels can alert you to the more subtle signs when something is off so that you don't have to necessarily let things get totally out of hand before seeking support. This is something that I talk about so often with my clients, uh, the fact that your body will give you these quiet signals before it begins to shout at you. Um, so there will be these, these smaller signs and symptoms that something is a little bit off and needs to be addressed before really, really big problems and chronic illnesses start to set in. Um, so for some women, that may be like the health of your hair and skin and nails being off, whether it's dry or brittle or more oily and greasy or falling out. Um, can be your period being different than usual. It can be shorter cycles, longer cycles, heavier cycles, lighter cycles, more intense symptoms, um, any, anything that is different than your norm. Your energy levels dipping below normal and chronic fatigue, that is something that can, that can signal an issue. Um, certain foods not digesting as well as they used to and starting to have different food sensitivities. When you are able to listen to these symptoms, which I call like more whispers, then you can get the message that they're trying to send before they escalate to something more serious. So this is one of the main reasons why I empower people, not just women, but everybody, to develop a much closer relationship with your body because those subtle signs are your key to being able to navigate making the changes that are best for your body in whatever season of life you're in so that you can prevent bigger problems from coming down the road. There are so many illnesses out there that can be and could have been prevented um, if we just listened to our bodies a little bit better and got to know them a little bit better and what they need. So how do you actually go about maintaining wellness as a woman? Obviously, it's important to pay attention to what's going on and how you're feeling, but once you notice those symptoms, then what? What do you do with that information? So I like to talk about the five main acts, aspects of personal health um, for women, for men as well, but again, we're talking about female health today. 
you've got your physical, your emotional, your social, spiritual, and intellectual health. And really in order to be considered balanced and healthy and well, it's important that you address all of these areas. And for me personally, and for a lot of people I know, that's a lot to balance. You know, like I mentioned before, you're already doing so much. You are, are trying to balance careers and families and friendships and um, school and who knows what else and passions on top of that. And then finding time for self-care seems to, seems to need to fit in there as well. And it can be challenging. Um, a lot of women also struggle with, you know, lack of being able to speak up for their needs and setting healthy boundaries. Um, or you're so focused on being a mom or, or growing your career that you forget to take time to dedicate to things that, that really light you up and that you're passionate about. And there's really so many countless reasons why women would have trouble balancing all of this, but it is so imperative to get these five areas handled before trying to tackle everything else in life because getting these areas of your health handled will help fuel you so that you can take on everything else. Good health actually does fuel results in other areas of your life and helps accomplish helps you to accomplish the life that you want to live. Um, so if you, if you hear those categories, physical, emotional, social, spiritual, intellectual, maybe write them down and see which ones um, you feel really strong in. You feel like you've got them handled, they're, they're balanced, they're addressed, they're thriving, and which ones you know might use a little bit of extra support or love. Maybe there's areas that you've been neglecting. Um, maybe it's your social life. Maybe it's your spiritual life and your connection to um, whatever higher power you believe in or whatever, whatever it is that makes you feel grounded and connected. Um, maybe it's your emotions and you haven't properly been setting boundaries or having the conversations you need to have in your relationships. All those things need to be addressed. And there are a lot of holistic remedies that can support these five areas of health. Um, and I've, I've tried a lot, if not all of these, to support whatever season of life I'm in. Um, a few of my favorites are acupuncture and Chinese medicine. Those have done wonders for me, especially when I was working on balancing my cycle after coming off of being on um, the pill for eight years. Acupuncture and Chinese medicine really helped balance my hormones and get me back on track. You can also take herbal supplements to help um, with hormone balancing. Um, there are mind-body exercises that help you get more grounded in your body to support your physical and mental health. Um, holistic psychology, which is different than just talk therapy. Again, it's more of a holistic view of your mental and emotional health. Um, and working with a certified holistic psychologist to get to the root of, of the issues you're dealing with in your life. You can incorporate things like meditation and breath work, um, nutritional therapy, um, spending time in nature, grounding and connecting with the seasons and cycles of the earth so that you can connect with your own seasons and cycles. These are all things, like I said, that have worked for me at different points in time in my life and in my health journey. And um, I'd be happy to dive into any of them deeper in future episodes and definitely will if you guys want to hear more about them. But above all else, it's really just important 
that you take the time to understand as a woman how your body works. And that'll be different than how your your friend's body works, your sister's, your mother's, every, every woman's body operates a little bit differently. Um, different things work for different people. So make sure that you're always checking in with yourself when you're trying to implement something new to see if it really feels right. Even if it was a physician that recommended it to you, like really do your research and, and tap into your intuition to connect with what feels true and best for you, which that's the other thing about being a woman. We are gifted with innate intuition that tends to be pretty spot on when we actually learn to harness and tune into it. Just that most of us spend a lot of our time ignoring it and stuffing it down and listening to all the voices in society and community around us instead of our own which tends to know best. So I invite you to take some time today to get quiet in meditation, tune into your breath, and just notice what's going on in your body. Maybe even spend some time journaling about it and asking yourself questions like, how do I feel now compared to my normal or my ideal state? Is there a symptom in my body that I have been ignoring? What could I do differently to support my well-being right now? This kind of self-inquiry will provide more answers than you might think, and it will help to set you up for a lifelong relationship with your body, which, as I have said over and over again in this episode, is one of the most important things you could ever do for yourself. So like I mentioned, future episodes will dive into specific herbs, foods, and supplements for balancing different hormonal issues and addressing some of the tools that I mentioned earlier. So if you want to learn more about anything that I mentioned or if you have any specific uh, conditions or questions that you want me to dive into more depth in, um, please reach out. You can either reach out to me on my website at empowered-bodies.com or on my Instagram at Megan Scherer. Um, and give me some feedback on what you'd like to hear more of. If you know any women who would benefit from hearing this episode, I highly encourage you to share it with them and to rate and review and subscribe to this podcast so that you can be updated of upcoming episodes and so that more women can get access to this kind of information as well. And as always, until next time, have a happy and healthy and balanced day. 